On today's podcast episode, I have guest Victoria Louise Creative sharing about how we can repurpose our content for social media. Just posting on social media is not a strategy. We need to take it further. If you've listened to the podcast, you know I'm all about working smarter, not harder, and she is going to shed some light on how we can do this through our social media content. You're listening to The Creative Business Land. I'm your host, Charlie Van Amberg, wedding photographer and business educator. On the podcast, we're all about finding balance between creating the business of your dreams and living a life that you love. Welcome to the episode, Victoria. I am so happy to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. This is like my first podcast. So I'm really excited. Oh, yay. I love it. Um, Will you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself, what you do about your business? Yeah, for sure. Um, So my business is like the name of it is Victoria Louise Creative. Um, I've been in business for almost two years now, and I specialize in social media marketing, um, which is just like Pinterest, Instagram, TikTok. um, And I love it. It's been the best. I work with mainly creatives, um, so photographers. And it's so fun. I love working with like fellow creatives just because that's where I thrive. (laughs) I love it. And when it comes to social media, I feel like we all get burned out at some point. I do not hide the fact that I don't love social media and I get really burned out really easily. So what is repurposing content? That's kind of our main topic today. Um, What is repurposing content and how can we use this to help photographers avoid that burnout? Yeah. um, So repurposing content is basically being like earth conscious, but with your content, you're recycling um, old posts that maybe you thought were really great, but didn't perform as well or... um, just kind of reiterating thoughts that you have already had in the past and putting them forward again. Um, It's really great because like you were saying, burnout is so common when it comes to social media. I cannot tell you how many times I've had clients come to me and just say, I want you to take over. I can't do it. It's just so hard. And like um, posting consistently is, is just the worst sometimes. So With repurposing, it really takes that like overwhelm out of creating new and exciting content um, because you already have like this back catalog of posts that you can pick and choose from. Maybe you tweak them to be different um, and then you just repost them. I feel like a lot of photographers or people in general, creatives in general, feel like you know, well, I just talked about that. I can't talk about it again, but we kind of need to reframe our thinking on that. If you are an expert on something, so you're, if you're a photographer listening to this, you are an expert in photography. You're an expert in weddings and people would expect for you to talk about the same things over and over and over again, because you are the expert on it. So don't be scared to talk about the same things over and over again. That's what people expect you to do. No, exactly. And that's like, I think when you approach something and you're like, oh, my audience is going to get sick of it. They don't remember. I can promise you they really are not like, oh, she just posted the same exact photo that I saw her post two months ago. Like they're really not 
keeping tabs on you that closely. And um, they just want to have like, um, like be inspired or take something away from it or really know what you're doing. So if you're not talking about what you do consistently and what you're an expert in consistently, they're not going to know. And it's going to be really hard for them to want to book with you um, because they don't really understand what you're doing or what you're an expert in, if that makes sense. And and there's always a really good chance that they didn't see it or they just needed a refresher. Like I follow a photographer and she is really good about repurposing her content. And I've probably seen the same photo of her like 10 times. But every time she posts it, because I've been following her for years, every time she posts it, I'm like, oh gosh, I love that photo. I'm not like, oh, well, we've already all seen that photo and you shouldn't have posted that. In my mind, I'm like, oh, I still love that photo. Yeah. And if you do have audience members that are doing that, they're weird. I'm sorry. That's like They're they're not your people. At the end of the day, they're not, not your people. Yes, don't exactly. want to see your beautiful work more than once. <laughs> exactly. We are going to walk through the process here. The first aspect of repurposing content for you is evergreen content. Can you break break down what evergreen content is and how we use it? Yeah, for sure. So evergreen content is basically content that is going to keep giving you leads over and over and bringing in new um, ideal clients and more eyes to your page over and over again. So basically it lives forever. It's not going to die out. This would basically be your blogs and Pinterest. Um, That's the best place to have evergreen content. Um, And it kind of, evergreen content is really good if you make it around what your like values are and things that don't really change that often in the online space or in the wedding industry um, or photography industry, uh, things that don't really change so that you can go back and pick certain topics that were in this article that you wrote or this blog post that you wrote or that were in this like Pinterest, whatever, like (laughs) whatever it is, you want to be able to go back and look at it and say, okay, I can pick and choose things that are still relevant and are going to continue to bring in leads. But whenever I think of evergreen content, I think of like, an evergreen tree and how it doesn't die. So like for me, it's like, you know, not things that are in season or in trend, but things that are like forever. They're always going to be green. They're always going to be evergreen things. They're always going to be the same for weddings mostly. Yes, exactly. And I mean, because trends, again, they come and go so fast in the wedding industry and just like photography in general, like there's a new pose, there's a new filter, like whatever it is. Um, those things change all the time. So yeah, taking things that are kind of solid and and you know are going to be there. Yeah, kind of staple informative stuff that you can continue to reuse and you can do make a post about it now and three months from now and three months after that and three months after that. And no one's going to care because you're the expert on that and you should be talking about first looks every couple of months or yes. every couple of weeks. Like You should be talking about those things over and over. Yes, exactly. Or if there's like a certain thing that you feel like, again, you're an expert in talking about that, talk about that 100% all the time. Like, and I just want to throw this out there because there was probably some photographers listening to this. They're like, well, I'm probably not an expert in anything. You don't need to be a photographer for 10 years to be considered an expert in your client's mind. They are hiring you. Therefore, you are the expert. You know more than them. You are the professional. So don't think like, I'm not an expert because you are. You are the professional that they're hiring. 
Exactly. Exactly. You are the expert. I think everyone needs to realize that in order to just break through social media because sometimes I think we overthink things over and over again before we post them because we feel like, oh, well, I don't know enough about this to talk about it, but you do. You're literally doing it every day. (laughs) So Exactly. The second thing that we need to do is we need to break this down, this evergreen content into multiple pieces of content. So how do we do this? Can you give us an example? Yes. Um, So with a blog post, like let's say you made a blog post about first looks like you were talking about. Um, And you take that blog post and you can turn it into a caption, like a smaller caption, because that blog post already probably has those keywords that you've researched to kind of boost your SEO. Um, And so you can take that over to Instagram and voila, you have a caption that can convert people because it was already on your blog. Um, And again, you can tweak it and make it fit Instagram, but you're not having to come up with a whole new caption for this idea that you've already talked about. And I talk a lot about blogging on this podcast and how important it is for a photographer's business. And so really, it's kind of the anchor for my content because that's the first thing that I do when I send off a gallery. I am also sending off their blog post that goes with it. And then I've already written that blog post. I already have that content. And I don't want to, I say I want to work smarter, not harder. And I don't want to have to be like, hmm, now what do I need to write on social media or on Facebook? Or So I've already written that content and I can just repurpose the content that I created for the blog post and use it on social media posts. So that just makes our lives so much easier. Yeah. And you can even take that blog post and try like... I, a lot of people are scared of chat GPT for sure, but I think it's great to take that blog post, put it into chat GPT and say, can you condense this into one sentence and use that sentence on a reel, like on the screen for that reel. And that is repurposing content. That's like a great idea. So you don't have to think of, okay, how am I going to word this? But again, if you can condense it into a sentence by yourself, that is a great thing to put on the screen for a reel. And I see a lot of photographers only posting about a session or a wedding one time, specifically for weddings, you have so much content from that day. Yes, You can make multiple posts about it over a period of time. You've got all the detail shots. You've got the getting ready. You've got the first looks. You've got, you know, the ceremony and their bridal photos and the couple's portraits and the wedding party and the speeches and the dances and like you have so much content you should literally never run out of content because you literally took like 2,000 photos exactly and you're doing this maybe in the summer every single weekend like Mm -hmm. you have the content why not post it like I think it's so easy to say oh well I've already posted this wedding I've already talked about it my my audience is sick of it because maybe you are sick of it but I can guarantee you that your audience is wanting more They want to see more of the detail shots and the background and the behind the scenes. Like they want to see more and you're not giving it to them. Yeah. And so from there, we can turn our blog posts that we turn into content for social media. We can also turn this into video content. So what does this step look like? Yes. So um, like I talked about, you can turn it into like a real caption on the screen. Um, That like little blog post you can turn into 
the sentence. Um, and then um, from that, you could literally write a script from the blog where you maybe go through the photos behind you like green screen and talk about each photo or talk about the day with the script you wrote from the blog post. And it's really simple because you kind of have already written, well, you it's true, you have written the blog in your voice. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to translate that into just narrating the day. Um, it's so easy. And if you have video clips of the day, again, script right there, you can easily get like 10 pieces of content out of this one wedding if you just work smarter, not harder. (laughs) And I always love if you are a photographer that hires second photographers to work with you. I like having them get some behind the scenes photos and just or videos and just like taking videos throughout the day of me working or of just a couple of what's going on um, because that's really good for social media. Um, There are some of us like me who do not like video content or showing their faces. I feel like this is a good way to not show your face um, because I personally hate showing my face and talking on camera, (laughs) believe it or not, because I do it a lot. But um, I'm impressed that you hate it because you are on all the time. And I love that. (laughs) I, I have to sit down in one day. If I'm being honest, I sit down in one day and I record everything and I change my outfits a bunch of times. So you can't tell that I recorded it all on the same day because I, I don't have the energy or the bandwidth to want to do it. So I have to like put it on my calendar and say, this is a content creation day. I have to make videos. I got to do my makeup. I got to do it, you know. Yeah, you're um, preparing yourself for it. That's good. At yeah, least but can- like the, the behind the scenes and stuff are a good way to not have yes, to show exactly. your face. Um, but can you shed some light on why it's important for us to have videos as part of our social media content and how it's important to growing our social media? Um, this goes back to just really having like a personal relationship with not like a deeply personal relationship with your audience, but kind of just knowing your audience and and them knowing you so that it's easier for them to imagine you at their wedding, you taking their photos, because they know your personality as you're talking in video content. They know what to expect from you and they kind of feel like they know you in a sense. And so it's so much easier to book with you once they kind of know you Um, and they trust you. That's building like video content builds trust. It also is so important for getting discovered by ideal clients because you it's it's sad, but it's true. It is what gets pushed out the most Mm -hmm. Um, on TikTok, obviously, and on Instagram. It's where people get discovered and people are going to push your video content more than just a photo. And don't get me wrong, photos are not dead, but video content, all of those things I just said, like building that trust with your audience and um, getting to know them as they get to know you, all of that, it builds that trust and everything. So, And a lot of times I feel like this doesn't have to come in the form of like an actual reel. Obviously getting discovered, this would come in the form of a reel, but really connecting with your ideal clients, the people that are already following you. If you just show up in your stories, that helps so much. Yes, exactly. Like if you are just talking about a wedding in your stories, you didn't even make a reel about it. Um, it's so easy. And that's where you can also repurpose that blog post and make that a script is in your stories. It doesn't even need to be a reel because 
people kind of view stories, I feel like, more as like a personal club. Like you have your like private friends, but then you also have your whole audience and they can come and look at it. And it feels almost like an exclusive thing rather than it's getting pushed out to the whole world. Um, And that also builds trust. If you're showing up on your stories and your audience is looking at it every day, that is building trust, but then also keep reminding them. You keep reminding them when you show up on their... Oh, sorry. (laughs) I'm getting jumbled. You're fine. Well, and I I think it's just really a good way to connect with people. It doesn't even necessarily have to be the same content. No. An example is like recently, I... I'm pregnant, seven and a half months pregnant as we're recording this. And I just, you know, made a post in my story that I had to do the the glucose test and I do have gestational diabetes. And I had so many people message me, even though it's not photography related. I probably had close to a hundred messages. Some of them are people that I've never connected with or we never messaged back and forth. And so I was able to have conversations, even though they weren't photography related you know, I was having conversations with people that I haven't had the opportunity to have conversations with before. Exactly. And that's like the whole point of social media is to build friendships and build like relationships. It's not just about selling your offer or selling your new minis. Like it's about connecting with people and then they want to buy from you so often they are more likely to buy from you because of you, not because of the service or the product that you specifically offer. They end up saying, yes, I want to do this because of you. Yes. And they love your content, but they also feel connected to you. And that pushes like the final door open kind of to get them to book with you. Exactly. So do you have another piece of advice or any big piece of advice for a photographer who is struggling with creating content right now for social media? Yes. Um, I would say keep your head down and stop comparing yourself. Um, I was just on a call with a client this morning um, and we were talking about how she kind of gets this overwhelmed freeze because she looks at everyone else's content um, and she just doesn't want to post because she doesn't think it's good enough or she overanalyzes a caption or she analyzes the song in the background, you know, of a reel. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just... I, my biggest advice is just to keep your head down, don't compare yourself, and do not overthink the content because most of the time when we overthink the content, that's when we get disappointed when it doesn't perform the way we want it or and it doesn't draw in all these clients that you thought it was going to and so you just stop posting because you got discouraged. So I feel like I just want to throw this in there that it's not personal. I feel like a lot of photographers get in their mind and they're like, well, that didn't perform well. So it means that that those photos weren't very good or they didn't like them or but that's just not true. And you're just taking it too personally. Really, you're just fighting an algorithm. Maybe those people or your ideal clients, they weren't on social media that day. They weren't scrolling that day. They didn't see your post. You posted at not the right time of day and not as many people saw it. There are so many factors and it's just not personal. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times we get in our head just because I'm an online business owner too. and, And we get in our head that social media is so important for those connections and and for um, 
making sales that we think that when some a, a piece of content, a, like a small piece of content doesn't perform well, that we must not be drawing in clients. But that's that's not true. Like virality does not equal sales. And I wish more people would understand that. So when a piece of content doesn't perform well, it doesn't mean that you suck at photography. It means, yeah, like you were saying, there's just, they weren't online that day or, you know, it's, it, there's so many things, factors that have to do with it. Exactly. I feel like everyone's goal is to go viral, but if you went to any viral video, I've had reels that had tons of views on them. But as I'm going through the likes, I'm like, half these people are like, are not in my area. I yeah. have no interest in what I'm selling are like spammy body people. <laughs> like it's just so much junk that, you know, I feel like going viral shouldn't be the ultimate goal no. and just creating purposeful content for your current followers is way more important. They're more likely the followers you have are more likely to become loyal clients than going viral and having like a bunch of junk people that don't matter following you. Yes, exactly. Like you do not want to post a reel and it goes viral and you get all these bot followers that then your content starts getting pushed out to the wrong people. Like it literally gets pushed out to all those bots, you know, and they're that's not your ideal client. Um, I also think that when we post a video viral feels like, oh, this like badge of honor that this went viral and now I'm going to get all these sales or whatever. But I've had multiple pieces of content go viral, either on TikTok or on Instagram. And it just didn't bring anyone in. Like it doesn't bring any sales, but I've had reels that get 200 views and I get three of my ideal clients in my inbox, you know? So it's really not, yeah, it's not. You, that big of a deal. I, feel like, I feel like we kind of need to reframe what good performing content looks like. Yeah. Just a bunch of likes and a bunch of views does not equal in my mind, a good performance for me. It doesn't matter the views to me or the likes, but the, the pieces of content that created the most conversation. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yes. You hit that right on the head. That is literally what I try to tell everyone. <laughs> so you are right. <laughs> and do you have any offerings for photographers that might need help with social media? Yeah. So I have right now I have my strategy calls um, and I have strategy packages. This is for social media marketing strategies. Um, just because I found that that is something that a lot of people lack um, and they won't post on social media because they don't really have anything backing it. Um, and they're kind of talking to everyone or they are using all these tips and tricks that they see on TikTok or Instagram that are proven to make you go viral, but they actually are not speaking to their idol client like we were talking about. Um, so I do have my strategy calls. And I also have just social media consulting in general, where it's like an intensive call every month. And we talk about it in analytic reports. Um, and we just go through everything so that you really can reach the people that you know are are going to love working with you. Um, but yeah, I also... And you've got a free download, right? That I'm going to put in the notes that people can go download. Yes. Um, and this is just a free repurposing guide. Um, and it talks about evergreen content, basically everything we went over in this episode, but it also goes more in depth so that 
you kind of feel like you know what you're doing when it comes to repurposing. And where can people find you online? So what's your website and where can they find you on Instagram? Um, I currently am actually working on my website because it was awful. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm redoing it. But uh, you can find me on Instagram at Victoria Louise Creative. And you can find me on TikTok at Victoria Louise Creative. So perfect places I'm at. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here today and sharing so much great information. I always like to bring in people to talk about topics that I'm not necessarily an expert at. And like I already said, I don't love social media and I am not the social media strategy person. <laughs> so I was so glad that you could be here today to yes. share some insight on that for us. Yeah. Well, this has just been a blast. I feel like this has been the best experience first experience with the podcast. So I am so excited to do more. I love talking with you and it was so fun. Uh, thank you so much. Head over to thecreativebusinessplan.com to check out all the resources for photographers, including the business and marketing course, templates, workshops, mentor sessions, and so much more. Thanks for tuning in today. Watch out for new episodes every week.